So I'm reading a book called Hate Machine about like social medias being like hate drivers and stuff like that. And it's really frustrating oh. to see all this like back when it we're not in real time, like how all this hate was driven. And like remembering being a young dude at the time and, and being kind of stirred up by it. But none of that shit pissed me off as much as Shawn Michaels' NXT, dude. <laughs> I hate that show so much with an unbridled passion. Almost everything about it. And yet somehow every week he pulls a women's match out of his ass that just makes me want to watch. And then now this got... deadline match sounds fucking awesome. God damn it. I didn't watch this week's because you were so mad at fucking Shawn Michaels about it. Welcome to Take Any People. <laughs> One of, I'm sure, many podcasts blocked by Shawn Michaels, even though we never directly mentioned him at all. I just talk shit about NXT on our Twitter feed all the time because it's such a bad show. So we don't need to talk about that. What we do need to talk about is the good wrestling that we haven't talked about over the last two weeks. Uh, probably because we just kicked the can down the road because it was a holiday week and we had a second <laughs> pay-per-view that came up to talk about. Yeah, that was the, that was, that was the justification for us. Just like, you know, we'll wait for both of them. Right. Because <laughs> the turkey in us this week, not care about it, and then we'll just do it next week. Um, that way we can actually have some proper comparisons and if we want to compare them anyway i i don't know i'm gonna level with you man at some point during the the first hour of raw last night i had an existential wrestling crisis and thought i may not like wrestling anymore (laughs) (laughs) and then fucking Sami Zayn and kevin owens came out so we'll get to all that i guess let's go back to full gear to be as disjointed as we possibly can because the last we recorded we gave our predictions i honestly don't even have them written down so i can't tell you whether we were right or not <laughs> neither but do i because i thought you had them <laughs> I, i'll have them for next time and then we'll keep our running tag uh our running tally but did you have any like thoughts right uh just off the that you wanted to get out of the way it's, it's already been weeks everybody's already talked about it so what do we want to talk about about this um the fact that it's still the women's division that's the issue for AEW. The, and Tony Khan, for some reason, cannot get away from this bitch. And that is Brett Baker. Like, I just... He he underbooks, doesn't know how to book, and then he overbooks. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I enjoyed all the full gear. Like, I enjoyed all full gear, except for the one match that was supposed to be really cool, which was like... With Soraya's comeback, yeah, and like I can see Soraya like putting on a show and trying to get back into her groove and showing rust and selling that like oh her neck might have busted in the match, and then you have Britt Baker that's just fucking god awful, <laughs> and I was like why why is she the face of this fucking division why does it keep going back to her like there's no need like send her away for four months to a camp or send her away for vacation I don't care. I just don't want to see her reference anywhere. She's been here forever, so it's got to be her. Um, I, I mean, she is She's good. Like, she is good, and she's at the top of this division. Unfortunately, it says, like, more about the division than anything right now, especially that they just lost the talent after this pay-per-view, which we didn't talk about, and if I had, I would have come on here and called Tony Khan a coward, just like I did on Sunday Basics Guide, because 
not stripping her and putting that or the onus on her at the press conference was a real chicken shit move. And I'm glad that they came back and they were able to come to an agreement for with Thunder Rosa relinquishing the title. I'm not a fan of the reign shortening because now Tony was champion this whole time, but I can't hate on it because Tony's reign, even up until this match at Full Gear, was really good. Um, it's funny because we were kind of down on AEW going in, but I uh, like you said, like you said, I really liked Full Gear too. I even yeah. liked that Britt and Soraya match. I I didn't have like too much hate about it. The only match I didn't watch, and it was because other stuff came up, was the um the Sting and Darby Allen one, and I didn't feel like I really had to go back because I don't care about Jeff Jarrett at all. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the same thing I felt. I was like, that was my, and I love Darby Allen. Like yeah. Darby's dope. I. Uh, I was there for the entrance and the body bag and stuff, and, and then I was like, you know what? This is the time for my bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's right where it was. Like, that was actually put as the bathroom break match because it was put before Britt and Soraya. So it's, it's actually, like, a testament to AEW that they did it that way instead of having Britt and Soraya do the bathroom break match. <laughs> um, But, yeah, like, that's my whole thing, especially the fact with the Jimmy Hayter match. Because Jamie is so over, naturally. Yeah. And that match was going so, so well. You didn't need anything. You didn't need any interruptions. Like, just winning it straight up would show more of how badass she is. And also how badass that Tony was for holding it. Especially when she, like, busted her nose, too. Like, uh, and then you see, god damn it. And then you see Britt Baker. I was like, why are you here? Like, you had your match earlier. Like I can see Rebel and the Rebel coming out, but like not yeah. getting, not doing anything, just being at the side of the ring or whatever, and so helping separate. But then she comes, then Brett Baker comes out and helps and does interference. I was like, no, you had your match, you had your time, right. you don't need to come out here again, you don't need to interrupt this match that has been like one of the best women's matches I've seen in a while, on AEW. Yeah. Sure. And then you, and then just showing your face, ugh! It's it's like that frog face thing or whatever that everybody was <laughs> posting around for a while. Like that's what it is every time I see her. It's like ugh. <laughs> yeah, you really don't like Britt Baker. Uh, you just got that go away heat for you. But I mean, I I agree with you. It was definitely overbooked. I do like I did like uh Rebel there. Her reaction to getting thrown out was amazing. Um, yeah. and then like just when it kept on going on like you're taking at this point what and you know how i hate false finishes like and i know the yeah. bugs like eat them up whatever all those false finishes did at the end there was make jamie look weak tony storm kicked out of three finishes and then like finally just got be got put down like Britt did again Britt didn't need to be there maybe have one false finish and then she beats her with the storm zero or something like that is what i would have done i just i didn't like how long it went on because i think it kind of undercut jamie right away luckily she's so over that it doesn't matter because people just want to root for her and want her to be champion at this point so correct what like it, like cool that it that it didn't hurt her but i feel like that the booking of that match was not to her benefit what was your match of the night uh, it's difficult to say we can have a but it's between matches. Uh, well, my two matches of the night were Swer Swerve in Our Glory versus the Acclaimed, and the the Trios Championship between Death Triangle and the Elite. Yeah, 
And god damn, I was so happy to see them. Like, seeing the elite back, like, you don't know you miss them until they reappear. I was like, no, god no, damn. I knew I missed them this entire time. My whole last episode was me complaining about Kenny Omega not being on my TV. He looked like fucking Kenny Omega from New Japan. Like, yes. he's been working out. And then the entrance that they chose was fucking perfect. I knew it was going to be that after that whole... Did you see that they, like, filed the trademark for Wayward Son? No, Wayward I didn't Sons? see that. So I was like, I bet they're going to come out to that song at some point. But then it had broke that they, like, relinquished that trademark, I think, right before, maybe, like, Friday or Thursday before um, before the pay-per-view. And then uh. when they came out to it, and I was like, yeah, I figured. <laughs> but it was cool. It was definitely cool. Yeah, um, that match was fantastic. Death Triangle, fucking great. I love that the bastard is kind of like making um, uh, the brothers freaking figure out that maybe you can use a couple weapons just to make sure you win to keep the belts. Well, I don't um, know. It, like, especially at the end there, it seemed like that drove a wedge between the two of them. That's true, but he still ended up using it. He's yeah. like, ah. But because of that, now we have a best of seven oh series God. with them. God, when that announced, I, I think I came, man. <laughs> like seven <laughs> matches between these two, because you know we're gonna get seven matches, and we can do our prediction booking in a second. But oh my God, if I get seven matches of just that one from from two Saturdays ago, hell yeah! But the one that they did on Dynamite was even better, in my opinion. I love these two trios, and I could watch them fight all the time. Yeah, it was great, and I want to see what happens in the last match because, yeah, like you said, it is gonna go to seven. Like he's Tony's gonna milk the hell out of this, and yeah. this is something worth doing too. Um, I, I'm just what craziness is gonna happen. So, Penta one or who hit who hit who with the hammer on Saturday? It was uh, Phoenix, right? Yeah. Okay, so Phoenix hit Kenny, then didn't use it on Wednesday. I think Penta's gonna use or Penta used it on Wednesday. Pac is gonna use it on their next match, and so that gives them the three on one. And then the Elite are gonna have the old O four Red Sox comeback. And after (laughs) the disarray of the of Death Triangle, where they. Phoenix has to be babyface. Pentagon has to play heel, and that's what ends up breaking them up. They don't uh, put it down. They don't get it past the finish line at the end. The Young Bucks end up winning that fourth match, which gives them back their trios title and gives me more fuel to my Tony Khan hates Mexicans conspiracy. <laughs> and then we, but then we get Ray Phoenix versus Pentagon, which everybody has been clamoring for, and. If it's that like good versus evil of luchadors in in AEW like on Dynamite and on main events, I don't know that that's gonna be two steps back for my conspiracy theory. <laughs> I really don't want them to break up. I don't want Death Triangle to break up. I like Death Triangle. Like you need to have trios, especially with what happened uh, on Rampage. Champions right now of anywhere. Are they? I believe so. I'm going to pull it up. I don't want them to break up. I'm probably the only one that's not clamoring <laughs> for that. I mean, 
They don't have to break them up necessarily. That's just a prediction that I have. I mean, that's not obvious. Oh, well, your predictions are pretty spot on. It's so. going to happen. Um, yeah, that's those are our only Latino champs. So we got to milk them while we got them for the next couple of weeks because uh, nobody's on the on the horizon unless Santos beats Ricochet, which, all right, we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> back to Full Gear. Um, your second match of the night. Well, which one? Yeah, okay, tie for you. So acclaimed versus Swer- uh, Swerve in our glory, which we had, which we had predicted going into the show would be match of the night because they hadn't announced the meaty men meeting men uh, meeting meet in the middle of the ring and the trios match, which yeah were the best matches on the card in my opinion. <laughs> so tell us about the the tag team. Uh, what. The world uh, first of all, every time I watched the acclaim, I was like, "Fuck yeah, these guys are awesome!" Like, they're just so goddamn over, and they're so entertaining. They went from being like an like an annoyance that you just kind of like avoided <laughs> yeah, to like, I hated "Oh, these Max Caster the first time <laughs> I saw him so much." <laughs> to now, I was like, "Fuck, I need to get one of those damn shirts that yeah. say Scissor Me Daddy.'" Yeah. I want, I want um, um, but yeah, just the entrance and coming through and I was like, all right, this is going to be great. Like, it's fantastic. They're coming through. Oh, but that whole fucking shit between Swerve and Keith Lee at the ramp where Keith like was going to avoid him and then like Swerve pulls him back so they can like bump fist and they're going to work together. I was like, I was like, it's going to happen. They're going to break them up and there's but I was, like, wondering how it's going to do it. And they did a great job. Like, the match was really super entertaining. Fucking Keith Lee looked like a beast that he's supposed to look like. Um, but they did it the right way where Swerve is the one that got in his own way and destroyed everything that he was trying to work for. Yeah, I love that spot where freaking Keith Lee saves him from falling into the damn table that he, he freaking set up, but then... Keith is the one that goes through it and gets all mangled. Uh, but when Swerve got mad that Keith wouldn't uh, use a weapon on them and just, or the, that, uh, the pliers uh-huh. to crush the fingers, and he just checks it, and then Swerve just slaps the shit out of Keith Lee. I was like, mm-mm, Buddha only forgives you so many times, You're motherfucker. Like, dead now. <laughs> like, why would you do something so stupid? And I was and I was like hoping that Keith Lee was just gonna fucking destroy him, and he's like, "No, nope, I'll get him later. I'm just gonna walk right out and let him get fucking destroyed." Yeah, just I'm done. And he was like, "Yeah, like you said, he was already done walking out into the ring." And oh man, it was such a good performance all the way around. I, like you, I mean, obviously we're probably the biggest Swerve in Our Glory fans on this podcast. I wait, I didn't want to see them break up, but their fallout, I think, is gonna be awesome and it's going to be cool to see them if they continue a feud for like years here like i could totally see swerve being crazy joker to keith lee's batman for lack of a better like for use to use the same yeah comparison that so many other people are throwing around with their rivalries but like yeah keith like swerve can go from wild card to being like a charisma charismatic person as he's shown from one from the time that he came here to where he is now he can go back the other way too, and 
at some point I'd like that like obviously we're gonna have a rivalry here. I hope that like it goes down the road and like we get callbacks to it occasionally. But I can't wait for it. I think it's gonna be great, and I hope it puts Keith Lee over so that he can get into these this title picture like he he needs to have been since really he came here in my opinion yeah because it's it's been a long time coming and i get it like it's slowly building and having patience and stuff but like keith lee was an awesome nxt champ until they like he got the shaft because it fed him to carry it right everybody knows that they dropped the ball on him and and like he got hurt too like that's not that's not anybody's fault. He had like he had life threatening injuries, so glad that he's healthy. Cool that he's here. Let's fucking go with Keith Lee. Yeah, no shit. I I wanna see him like I wanna see a take two of him just chucking Adam Cole out of the ring. <laughs> yeah, well we gotta get Adam Cole back for that, so That's true. Hopefully it'll be at the Another thing I blame on Britt Baker, but I'll that's the last thing I'll say on that. <laughs> um yeah, so my other match of the ones that we like, my other match of the night that we haven't talked about yet, because like I said, mine was a tie between the trios match and the TNT championship match. I loved this match. I said like it looked like we were gonna get some sort of match with it going into the pay per view. I didn't think we were gonna get a triple threat for a title, and I sure as fuck didn't think Wardlow was gonna lose anything for right? a long time. <laughs> So it was definitely a curveball for me and like of the best sorts because usually when someone who I don't want to see lose, they lose to somebody who I don't want to see win. But seeing Joe with two belts, I'm fucking yeah. in. Especially because like if now Wardlow can go after him and get that belt back or like they can have a rivalry or Hobbs can get over and they can just, yeah, like there's just nothing but good can come out of this, of Joe having two belts and of these this feud with the three of them. Yeah, the funny thing is, I didn't expect Joe to win. I thought Joe was out midway in the match Yeah. when he hit that barricade so right. hard. I was like, oh, shit, he got another concussion. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to have to commentate in the rain again. I know. I was like, god damn it. And <laughs> and then out of nowhere, he shows up. I was like, holy crap. And he like sneaks off with the belt. I was like, you do you, Joe. Like, yeah. get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that was so cool. Um. So I'm glad we got a new TNT champ, even though we haven't heard from him since. I don't think, or maybe I just wasn't paying attention on Dynamite as much. Yeah, as I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we've heard from him. I think we'll hear from him this week or tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, um, sure. because he has to wrap up the fact that they have the pay per view next yeah. week or this week. Yeah, because he's got to wrestle at it. Um, yeah. Or at least I would assume that he's going to. Maybe Wardlow takes his title and they just swap titles that way. But that would seem like a downgrade for Wardlow, so maybe Hobbs could take that title. I don't know. We'll see. Give Hobbs something. Give give all of them something. Um, we talked about them having too many belts, though, so they can't yeah. really do that. And uh, we haven't talked about the main belt, though. Do you have any thoughts on? Well, I mean, I know other than a other than how broken your heart is, do you have any thoughts on John Moxley versus MJF for the AEW World Championship? Okay, one, that was a great match. I enjoyed it. Like, I, I thought it was going to be longer, in my opinion. Um, But it was still, like, it was still a really good match. I'm fucking furious of how it fucking <laughs> ended. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, no, he's calling him out. He's going to make sure he wins it straight up. Like, cool. Like, 
it's be a face turn. And then he fucking slides the brass knuckles to him. And as soon as I see that shit, I'm like, no. <laughs> like, like, I was like, ref, wake up, see that shit, and stop it from happening. Um, and then the whole time, like, once, once that happened with my jaw on the ground, and MJF wins, I'm just, like, thinking to what he always been saying is, is making you believe that the devil doesn't exist. Um, and I was like, oh, well, technically he's talking about himself, but also, like, the devil is fucking William Regal. <laughs> and, like, they said that in that promo when they were in there together. He was telling them that he was the devil originally. And that's what, like, when, I know how hurt you were, but I couldn't help but just say, yeah, you didn't watch enough WCW. Because I tell <laughs> you, I watched that English bastard in WCW, and I hated him. Even in NXT, I hated that motherfucker because he was always against Undisputed Era, and he was just a little too untrustworthy. I'll never trust William Regal, and nobody should ever again. I was really, I mean, I'm not surprised because I did predict that that might have happened. Um, I'm glad that my other prediction, which we won't even speak into existence, did not come through. And I'm surprised that MJF I mean, I'm not surprised MJF won. Everybody thought he was going to kind of win, but I'm, yeah, I am surprised that they're still trying to keep him as a heel the way that he did because uh-huh. you saw the promo he cut at the at the press conference, right? I saw a little bit of it, which is fucking amazing. He's so good. Like, I, I kind of roll my eyes when I hear like a couple other people, like, just drool over MJF and talk about him the way that he is because like, he's good, but like so is Jay. Jay White's just as good, and like, I mean, I hate to say it, but Roman Reigns is probably just as good. Seth Rollins is better. Like, there's better people in the world, in my yeah. opinion. But like. I mean, I can't deny him, especially with that promo. And for people to call him, like, Ric Flair, fuck that. This is Ric Flair if Ric Flair was good. Because I never liked Ric Flair, even his promo stuff. This is really good from MJF, his promos. And he can wrestle, which Ric Flair, in my opinion, never could. Because <laughs> he's only one thing he did good in his life, and that's produced Charlotte. Yeah. Which, <laughs> come back to me, Charlotte. <laughs> Stop um, letting me have existential crisis on Monday night, please come back. Um, <laughs> any other thoughts from Full Gear? Uh, motherfucker! God damn it! Stop. One Full Gear was great, but also this is before or the buy-in or the or the preview. Stop putting good matches on that shit. <laughs> put, make them part of the actual thing, because. I missed the Ricky Starks match. This was just too stacked of a card. And I think they really screwed up by putting that Eliminator match, like you're saying, on on the pre-show. It should have been on Dynamite. It it should have been on Dynamite, or they could have squeezed it in somewhere. Like, like maybe cut two minutes minutes from a couple things. Darby on the pre-show. Sting's going to get people to tune in. That's true. 
Because I need to go back and watch that goddamn fucking match. It was so. That, good. I was so looking forward to that, and so then they're like, "Oh, you missed it, motherfucker!" I'm surprised you haven't gone back to watch it, dude. Because it was actually like, uh, it's probably one of my favorite AEW matches, and I really like. The thing that really sucks is after what we saw on Wednesday, like he's just gonna get fed to MJF right now. So it's still not the time of Starks, but oh, when it comes, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, my my brother's all like, "Why do you like him?" So, I was like. Cause I'm just that one promo after Hobbs betrayed him, and that's what that's all it took to sell me on him. Was like, I fed you from my table so we could both eat, motherfucker. Like, it's... watch him. He's got the char- the charisma of a young rock. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I love him too. I've liked Ricky Starks for a long time already. Um, yeah, I you need to go back and watch that match for sure. I really love the um, Orange Cassidy carries his title belt in a backpack. <laughs> it's so it can be convenient for I him to love carry. I character so much. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, huh, at least it's a nice bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not going to put it in some crappy jam sport. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I mean, I mean, good transition unintentionally. Uh, that brings us to Dynamite. We started off with Orange Cassidy and Jake Hager, which, honestly, I could take or leave Jake Hager. Is there anything from Dynamite that you want to talk about or get into right away for sure? Honestly, it, other than the trios thing, which we already hinted on, like, uh, I didn't really watch much of it. Dude, it's Did you not watch that Ricky Stars match either? No, I I had to go back on that. Okay, but at least you predicted it right, because you had Ricky Starks fight it. I know that, I do remember that, you had Ricky Starks versus Ethan Page, and Ricky Starks winning, so good prediction there. Um, That match was really good, I really liked it, and I really liked both of those guys. I didn't want either of them to lose. See, and I can't and I can't get sold on all ego Ethan Page right now. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm still just so sick of that whole the men of the hour or whatever that shit with that dumb fuck the firm yeah or not the firm but with uh oh yeah he's not really with them anymore oh yeah i know he's with the firm but it's still like i just look at him i was like <laughs> and that's all you oh like, you were all part of that shit i hated for so long <laughs> oh man that was so bad remember like page van zandt was here and they were trying to use brandy oh uh, yeah shudders uh yeah that that match was really cool. I was surprised at um, Ricky winning, to be honest with you, because it would have been just as easy to give Ethan this match versus MJF, and you can explain away Ricky's losing because he was hurt, and he just had to go through all these matches. But they didn't do that, so now we'll get Ricky Starks versus, I'm assuming, MJF, even though it says a world title, even though it only says a world title match at Winners Coming, which is in two weeks. Is what I thought it was in three. Okay, three. That's fine. Is <laughs> I'm it? Not sure I, I can't remember. I thought it was two. Anyway, I don't know. It's sometime in December. It's that, all jumbled up. Right. That's when that match will be, and I'm looking forward to it. Both of those guys are really good. It like, man, there's so much talent around this industry right now. It's it's insane. I I hope with these. I hope with with Triple H is learning and understanding and. And I hope he implements it. Like just, just let these guys, these guys that are are name draws, sign them to a contract, 
and let them go do their thing. Because if that person goes over there and kicks ass, and then the next thing they're in your promotion doing something, people will flock to it. Yeah. That's just more money for you in the long run. In my opinion, I, I kind of wanted to go back to what it was before everything got merged together. Where you had these traveling stars across like the eastern like the east coast and they go to the west or whatever and then they just pop up and they're like hey so and so is going to be here for this match against our big star or big star or whatever like that shit sounds fucking amazing to me like i'm so happy that kenny's fucking gonna go to wrestle kingdom like that shit like you said we're gonna be fucking exhausted at work I mean, I always am whenever Wrestle Kingdom comes around. The next day, I just am a zombie. Well, I yeah, I it's not really even technically the next day because I don't ever go to sleep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we can get to that. And you mentioned Kenny Omega, so we also had our match too. We talked about it earlier with um, Penta using the hammer this time. I gave my prediction as to what's gonna. F- if unfold from there did you have any other thoughts on this rivalry that we're experiencing right now i just don't want them to break up like <laughs> that's my I, whole I thing i hope is. i'm wrong that's that's what i that's my prediction i want to be wrong the most because it because if you start breaking up like these groups then what's the purpose of the belts you know what i mean like you're gonna have to create brand new groups so they can compete into this when oh, you really yeah. have a really good stable that can do it. Just yeah, I mean, they could just, just leave them alone. Up. Yeah, they could break up for a little while, but I mean, obviously they're brothers. There's all they're always gonna come back together and fight together. You know how it is. You got brothers. <laughs> that's that's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then after that we had. I mean, the only other like main interesting thing to me, to be honest with you, I wasn't a big fan of this dynamite. It just wasn't a lot of the wrestlers that I liked, other than those two middle matches. Um, even though I do gotta say, the way House of Black came in and cleared the floor with everybody was pretty cool. I'm just not really interested in the Factory or Best Friends at large other than Orange Cassidy or House of Black. So, like, I gotta admit that objectively it was cool, it just wasn't anything that I liked. Did you have thoughts on that? I know you liked Yeah, see... See, I like House of Black, but I was also hoping Malachi was gonna come back to WWE. But whatever. Um, <laughs> he said he was going to come back to AEW. And a lot of people say a lot of things. Um, <laughs> see, I love that they showed up like that in force and wiped everybody out. I would love it, though, if it was uh, against um, the elite and the trios. That would be putting a statement. I'm sure that they're going to get those belts at some point. But right now, I mean, we can keep them apart. We can... There's... You gotta spread it around all over the show. You gotta put the well, yeah, I know. with black, and they'll, they'll get there. We're, but see, the factory about, best friends, yeah. like, come on. I mean, you're talking about them not having anyone to face the with the trios titles, so yeah, that's why we gotta keep them separate for a little bit, keep them in separate rooms. Um, but yeah, that's my only thing because I I don't know. I think it would have done more of a statement if they showed up during that, at least at the end of their match. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Especially because they have history with all of them too, especially yeah. with Pack and stuff like that. But that's why I feel I feel like Tony's not ready to quite jump into there. Maybe Death Triangle will, or maybe House of Black will even go over on Death Triangle after after they get beat by the Elite if that happens or something. Uh-huh. Um, 
so yeah, the big announcement was Thunder Rosa released issue, and we already touched on that. Um, again, just more fuel to my fire. But did you have any thoughts on that? <sighs> okay, so when you told me about this, I kind of didn't actually believe it, <laughs> and then. And then I was watching Rampage with my brother, and then like mentioning it or whatever, and I was like, "Holy fuck, you were right!" And you're like, "Of course I was right." I was like, "That's fucking stupid." Like, yeah. okay, really? You should have done that before the fucking match. That way, it had been a legit belt at that time. That way, we would have known that at least Tony Storm had the belt legitimately for a little bit. The, and then they go retroactive. Oh, I was like, oh, this is fucking stupid. Right. And him overcomplicated for no reason. Yeah, him coming out at the press conference would be like, well, we'll have to see what Thunder Rosa wants to do. Like, no, fuck you, dude. It's your company. Make a decision. Everybody here is laughing about the interim title because everybody thinks that it's stupid. Even when it was on Punk, everybody thought that it was stupid. Yeah, it's so, so stupid. So let's just get rid of it. Grow, and like, the reason, grow a pair. The reason it's all be, dumb, too. Run a company. Make a decision. Yeah, and the reason it's so dumb too is because they did it to themselves. Yeah, is when the fact that they had the two TNT belts, and instead of you know, merging them into the one, you literally had Sammy fucking yeah. rocking around with two of these fucking belts. That's so dumb. Yeah, I was like, so which one's the real one then? Tony's best. Even though he has both of them, Tony's best. I was like, what the fuck? What Obviously, as we saw with Tay Mello and somehow Anna Jay getting on TV, please stop putting Anna Jay on TV. Like, she's way too green <laughs> to be on TV. I know that. Never mind. I'll just I'll just leave it there. But why do you have your newly crowned women's champion in a fucking three way tag team match is my question. Like, I know that you only have five, ten minutes to get five, not even ten minutes. Who am I kidding? It's AEW. You got five, seven minutes to get all your women's spots in, Tony. But please spread it out. Everybody is asking for it. And on a fucking night that features Top Flight and FTR, that has, I mean, obviously, like some people like them, but you don't need to give them time. You could put that those segments on. On the internet, they'll get just as many views as you if you had on TV, and you can actually give the women like another minute or two to do yep. something. <sighs> yeah, it, but these are just like the same old complaints with AEW at this point. Yeah, like what the whatever. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna run into a tangent. Don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so two things about AEW. Just last kind of closing thoughts because we didn't even touch on it from Full Gear. Do you have any thoughts about the Ring of Honor Championship and what's going on with Jericho right now? I know he's fighting Claudio at the pay-per-view. Um, uh, thoughts I, on the match that happened at Full Gear? Like, the match in Full Gear was okay. Uh, I I liked it. I was hoping shit was going to go down with Sammy, but it didn't. <laughs> so I was like, okay, then... then then don't do shit like that. Like you know <laughs> what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. unless you're gonna lead into something, don't. Right. Um. I hope Claudio wins because I believe Claudio should have the belt at the, at the pay per view and he should win it. Because Jericho, he one he needs to take a break, and two, he needs to focus more on the AEW side. I know they're doing it so they can keep the ROH belts more relevant. Before hopefully they can finally get like a TV deal, yeah. and also bring more people to the pay per view. I mean, if they do have a TV deal, I 
I would just assume keep it on Jericho personally, but uh, also get rid of your fucking Ring of Honor announcers. I can't stand that shit. <laughs> I like Rick Abani. I don't have an issue with him. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's the voice of Ring of Honor, dude. We don't know Ring of Honor, so we can't really come out claiming stuff. But we can say, why don't you hire Motto, anybody? I know, fucking anybody. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, King Booker. You are horrible as an announcer. Like, yeah. you're great. Please, please, please just be like, you know what? This isn't for me. And the model can just come back and be like, I'm back, baby. Just and then just bring back that soul. I NXT. Fuck that. I would have hated I if want... model was on that, that version of NXT. Well, I would want model on there so he can so he can bring some life into it. But I wouldn't mind if he was on fucking Raw because I cannot stand fucking Corey Graves. <laughs> just, like, or you know what? Fuck it. Move, move Michael Cole back to Monday night with Corey Graves, and then give me Wade Barrett and fucking Motto on SmackDown, and I'll be happy as a clam. And then when McAfee's back, the three of them would be fucking amazing. Be able to to watch because you'd be laughing or you'd be like tripping out on something that they said. Uh, it might be a little. I would. I would do. I would do a backstage uh interviewer trade though. I'd be like. Uh, so Maro, McAfee, and Barrett are on SmackDown. We're gonna send Kayla Braxton to uh to Raw, and we get Kathy Kelly. <laughs> you can just watch both shows too. That's an option. I've been doing both for a while now for some reason. Well, with Triple H, it's been not as bad, even though Monday was as bad. Um, the other I do thing- think they get like the pay per view fatigue though, because that's that's happened twice so far. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I didn't think about that. Um, but before we jump onto them, main event of Rampage is the only other thing that I really feel like we got to go into with AEW. And finally, well, I mean, I guess they're not broken up, but a part of like the cracks are showing even more after Anna J was gone and nobody cared about that. Dark Order is starting to break up, and I can't tell you how happy I am. I hate Dark Order so much. I think they're so dumb and so useless and holding all of them back. And now that Preston has gone away from that, and he can burn his mask, and Roosh can burn his mask, and even though he tore his peg, Andrade can burn his mask, and they can form their faction? Fuck yes. Let's go, dude. (laughs) Like I told you, it would have been more... It would have meant more if he would have kicked negative one and he, yeah, like, rolled totally. down. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have to, like, kick him because then you're, like, bodily harming him for sure. But you could definitely pick him up and throw him into that crowd. They'll catch him. <laughs> I was like, oh. I doubt it. Come on. I cannot believe that shit happening. And then how the poor negative well, you, or you like Dark poor Uno. So. Yeah, I like Dark Order. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, like, that's too... Two sack kicks in a row with uh, Regal and then um, Ten leaving the Dark Order too. They, they just need, I don't know. They need somebody to come in and help them or reinvent them and make them relevant. Like especially with the trios thing, I thought they were gonna be great as the trios, and then it all goes to shit on them. Yeah, well, Ten is <sighs> time. Um, yeah, I mean maybe Paige will come back and get them all back together, but we'll have to see how that is that i yeah i don't know it'll it'll be weird if they have 
Ten, Roosh, Butcher, and Blade, and Umbrella like all together because that is a faction that needs to run things. Like I'm talking Blood and Guts or Stadium Stampede match, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like Tony would. Tony hasn't given them that kind of shine yet for them to have earned those kind of matches yet. So, if you want to do that, then get to it because all those guys are way too big. And would be too intimidating as a faction to really hold them back because who's gonna stop them? Like even I would put those guys against Dark Order or uh, against House of Black any single day and expect them to beat them. Yeah, that's true. Any three like, of them, they would all just kind of take out Brody Lee right away anyway. Uh, or right. Brody King, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So, any other AW thoughts at this point? Uh, fucking give something to Athena, please. They are, they are. I think she's gonna. Well, she is probably gonna get the match with Mercedes. That is the uh, one last thing. I'm glad you brought it up. That she's getting her mean streak right now. She's getting her story, so we'll see how it goes. I am not a fan of it because she's such a baby face. Why are you doing yeah. this? I, I'm so whatever. I, I'm not gonna go into it. We all know how I feel. <laughs> uh, on that note. Survivor Series. War Games, War motherfuckers! Games. <laughs> yep. Triple H tweeting that William Regal clip out an hour before the show was the best. I wish they had put it into the uh, the opening of the show. It would have just been a cherry on top of the whole night. Oh, man. They... What a way to open it up, too. Like, I know they had to start with one of them. Yeah. And I was hoping it was going to be inverse, but also... I got corrected been, on that. But Roman Reigns is a prima donna and he likes to cry whenever people hit him, even though he's a pro wrestler. So Oh my god. Uh, he's got a <laughs> We'll get into that later. Stupid fucking finger up in the air, even though I don't they I don't know if he had his in the air. I'm pretty sure just the Regal. Anyway. I gotta say, like, I was high on WWE going into this match, as we talked about in our last mm-hmm. episode. We were stoked on them and or going into this pay per view or this Peacock Light event. And I <laughs> did not like any of it. I fell asleep in Austin Theory and Seth Rollins, and that wasn't because of the quality of the match. I just was really fucking tired, and I missed a lot <laughs> of it. I need to go back and watch War Games because I've only seen, like, spots and the finish. I haven't even finished it. Uh, so, Female War Games was way better. I think I think this is the women's War Games that you've been wanting, that kind of you've been deprived of. Uh, especially when they all were in the rings yeah. together. Um, it did turn into a welcome home for Becky Lynch at the end, but she did do that awesome spot off the top, which was kind of to kind of took Thunder away from Io, because she is you know the genius of the sky and she always jumps off the top of the thing. Yeah. Um, but she got her. But other than that, like she got put in the trash can. That's the old. Uh, yeah, I was like, that was a nice reference back special. to. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I wanted a little more melee, but it was still really good. I enjoyed it. I was into it. I like all the like the 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 coupling of like, oh, this person did this to me. This person did this to me. I'm ready to beat up on this. Um, baby faces ended up winning, which is fantastic. Um, Bianca Belair looks dope standing next to Becky Lynch. I like seeing that. I can see them running like for tag teams later when they're not running for the belt for the for the championships. Um, 
But you know, that was a great War Games match. I enjoyed it. Again, I just wish it was the the main event of the night. Yeah, and I mean they des- they deserve to be, I think. But here's here's where I I did enjoy this War Games match, and I really enjoyed watching it. I will say that much throughout the first time. But the more and more I think about it, and like I do need to go back and watch it again so I can get another appreciation for it. All of them did amazing. But at the time, from the point that Bailey comes in in front of Rhea, even though she's the leader of her fucking team, I was done with this. Because Bailey has carried this division, has carried this fucking company through a pandemic. She's one of the best wrestlers on here. And it showed on Monday when that fucking crowd could, like, obviously she's got heat. They're supposed to boo her. She's a heel, whatever. But they couldn't even appreciate her to at least give her, like, a little bit of something. And for, like, them. Well, we'll get into Raw too, but like just the way that Bailey is being treated as just a throw in to this team that she's supposed to be leading, where she yeah. could have been the heel to come in at the end and say, Yeah, all you guys go do my dirty work, send in her monster in Rhea that she um drafted or convinced to be in her team, got lucky wanting to be on her team to go do all this stuff and then go clean up for a little while. And then Becky comes in and does like, if you're going to do it, book it that way. But the reason I also don't like it, I mean, they had to bring back Becky. Becky as, as the man is so fucking over. I can't deny that. And the fact that like whatever is most over is what goes in pro wrestling. But I feel like there's so much storytelling left on the table with damage control and we got into it on basic on semi basics when we talked about it this week too like they have gotten fucking nothing EO and Dakota are tag team champions I will give you that but other than the three matches that they had to win it and then lose it and then win it back their reign has meant almost less than Dakota and Raquel's original reign which they lost on the first fucking night, but at least they put on that one really good match in NXT. And I just, it's so frustrating to see like this heel faction that could lead your division. And instead you're not doing anything with them. And you don't have to take the belt off of Bianca because I'm adamant. Like I've been adamant on basics that I want Bianca to keep that belt until WrestleMania. And I don't think that there's anybody on this roster other than Rhea that could even be come close to stepping on her. But Bailey, Dakota, and Io can sure as fuck be a, a thorn in her side. And even though they're not getting that belt from her, they can beat her in war games. And they can beat her in, like, a last woman standing match. Even if, like, or just don't put the title on the line if you're going to do it that way. Like, you got to give them something at some point. And what did, you, what did they give them on Raw? A fucking ass whooping at the hand of the most overpowered character this side of Roman Reigns. And that's why I don't like that the man is back. Like, if I could just extend this rant a little bit longer, that's why I don't like that the man is back, is because it's just female Roman Reigns. And if we already have Roman Reigns, and I'm already over Roman Reigns on the male side, I don't want it on the female side, especially if on the women's side, especially if Bailey is going to be the one that has to eat these pins because she's been eating these pins since she got, came back at SummerSlam. The only way that they can justify this, and this is by, is if Sasha shows up. And joins damage control. And is like, I, I can't keep seeing my friend get, uh, like, tossed around like this. Like, she's the leader of this faction. This is bullshit. I'm here to back her up. Like, that's the only thing I can see justifying I mean, there's a these people. There's a few ways that, I, I mean, personally, I think you could also go with it, too. Like, if she doesn't do- join damage control, but if she comes back and Bailey's like, Oh, friend, please save me from these fucking losers who can't 
carry me past the finish line. Let's run this company again one more time. And then the new girls, Dakota and Io, are like, well, what the fuck? Then they can team up with more people from NXT and like get a little faction of them going. And then we can get maybe next year women's war games of the four horsewomen versus like the NXT standouts of, I don't know, Rhea, Candice, whoever's come up in, in the meantime in between them. Yeah. But, like, there's just, it needs to go somewhere, and I feel like Becky's come back to make sure that it doesn't go anywhere because that performance that we saw on Raw was very much Becky playing the role. Today's performance of Britt Baker DMD will be played by Becky Lynch. Uh, <laughs> okay, but, I, I mean, can understand that. Like I, 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 yeah. I just went I, on like five minutes. Sorry, like I just went on five minutes shitting on the end of the match. But that being said, all the way up until that point, and even some of it afterwards, I loved. I'm glad that they got all the women in there, and it was an actual war games. And you heard the bell ring. It was a real war games match. I loved like certain spots where Mia went through the table. It's a callback to all her NXT stuff. Io go, Io getting the trash can put on her. Like, the yep. call, I mean, even though it was kind of half-assed, and they had to jump to the rest of the ring where like the other women were wrestling the spot that they were doing with Nikki and um, Alexa even had like some coolness to it. But for it to have ended on that with that much of dominance where damage control is just smashed by these two people like, come on. It's just, yeah, yeah it's just the, the ones holding up over and over again to me. No, I totally get that. It, I really wanted them to win. I really wanted Damage Control to win and pull that out. Because also, again, yeah, like you said, up until they got their belts for the tag team, they haven't really done much with them. They haven't defended against an actual tag team that's out there. Again, this is false because they haven't developed tag teams for them to defend it with, but (sighs) what are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah. And uh, so, like, going down this card, I mean, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor, I love the fact that it's the two of them. Two of my favorite, like, possibly would be in the running for my Mount Rushmore of wrestlers because these guys are two of the reasons that I came back into wrestling. But I'm so over this Judgment Day, the Judgment Day in general, and the Judgment Day versus the Bullet Club. And it doesn't look like that's fucking anytime soon either. No. Because that was another storyline on Raw. And they're Corey Graves. Oh, I think we're just getting started with this rivalry. Like, what? We've been doing this rivalry for two months already. How do we have no resolution? And we're just back to where we started from. And here's another thing, too. And just how you said, like, how Bailey's been eating it. I feel like that's also kind of what's been going on with Finn Balor, too. He's a leader of this faction that he actually usurped from edge and then you still have him like losing or or having to get matches interrupted so that way he kind of takes the loss like the match between AJ Styles and him were great I just wish it should have been Finn Balor because he is Prince Devitt he is the one that created everything like sorry AJ you're still going to be number two no matter where you go compared to him and and it didn't go that way I was like I don't know I'm I'm, I'm, I know that he's a special project for Triple H. I know that he's a focus for him. So in Triple H's hands, I trust. Uh, At least, that's but it kind of just hearing, sucks. But yeah, nothing ends up happening of it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't even have to talk about the Ronda and Shotzi match. If you want to, oh talk, my god, what the? Oh no, I mean, we got to talk about this right, shit. Okay, go ahead. 
The, okay, look. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to be clear of this. Get her the fuck out. Like, they didn't build up Shotzi. They didn't make Shotzi be like this all-dominant woman that we know she is from NXT. Like, she's hosted Halloween Havoc. She rides a tank that makes her fucking badass. We know she's extremely talented. There was no build for her to be an actual, like, real challenge to Ronda. Also, Ronda's fucking garbage. Like, just get her the fuck out. I'm... I know she's only there so they can finally have that match at WrestleMania where it's her and Becky and, and her against the man. That's oh, fine. That's totally great. I mean, I know people keep saying uh, her just... name as a draw, but who fucking cares? You can make somebody else a draw. People want to yeah. for shots. You know who you can make a fucking draw? Is the person that's next to her as her friend. Right. Fucking Shana or Shayna Baszler. Yeah. She is fucking snapped. She snapped next, goddammit. I hated this woman. I hated her with a passion, and then I respected her, and I just can't. And I'm just so pissed that I don't get to see that that an athlete whoop ass day in day out. Like you said, who's on the roster that could take out Bianca Belair? It's her. It's her if she tapped into her power like fucking Gohan. Like that's the shit that we need to see. Bianca's gotten a few Super Saiyan levels ahead of Shayna at this point. Bianca is. Could potentially be the biggest thing in wrestling soon. She is Hulk Hogan, just a generation later, and actually a good person. Uh, <laughs> I I would love to see a match between them again, though. You know how they they put on a banger before. I want to see another banger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's it about that the Shotzi match because uh, that's the one. That's the one. I think that's what brought world peace. That one match. Because um, everybody could agree on it. Everybody could agree on that. Uh, but yeah. And then the United States Championship. Uh, my brothers were like, where the fuck has this belt been? I go, it's been around. Just Vince McMahon didn't give a shit about it. And Triple H has elevated it. They're like, oh, okay, because it's a cool belt. Yeah. And they're all like, all oh, these three guys are duking it out for it? Oh, it means something. Wow, well, you don't you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I saw a couple of clips, so I did need to go back and watch that match. Like I said, I fell asleep on it, and again, that was more me being washed at this point than anything. Um, but I'm surprised by the finish, and I saw it on Raw, like the reactions. I loved all the reactions that they got of everybody, just like, what the fuck? Yeah, the it's so funny. If you've seen clips of the audience of what it happens. It's so hilarious because the camera just panning on all these mouths wide open, can't believe. Like, there's one guy that's like, legitimately, like, what the fuck? Yeah. There's like one guy you can see that's pulling out his phone to like record because he thinks Seth is going to win. And then, like, his face just like turns so sad because he's (laughs) all, because Austin Theory stole it. Um, and I'm actually kind of happy with that finish, too, because yeah. fuck it, let Austin Theory have something and make him a heel. Right. But also, please drop this whole A-Town bullshit and just be like, I'm done with this crap. Well, I don't need this. It seems like he might be doing that after his what he was doing on Raw. Like It looks like he's trying to step out from B, and that's what that story, I feel like that, I mean, they drove it home pretty obviously, but that's the story that him and Seth are going to tell is, 
he's a man now. <laughs> he's not a kid. And yeah. like the way that they, at least I really like Theory. I've been a fan of him. I know he's kind of a shit ass and he's got like allegations or shit like that. But like, I think he's a good talent, and I I've always thought that Theory was a good talent, and he. I always figured he was going places because he's got the Vince body type. I didn't know what would happen to him without Vince here. But let's see how he can go with Seth because he's shown every time that they give him something, he makes it work, except for when they extended the jaw thing. Like, that just took too long. And then he did – took too long with his belt, but that's not – or with his briefcase. But that wasn't on him. That's on booking. Yeah. Um, And then what do we got at the end of the night? We got the bloodline – Versus the brawling, brawling fruits, yeah, and Claymore and and uh, and Kevin Owens. Yep, I like Kevin Owens. I Kevin love Kevin Owens. He doesn't get talked about enough in best in the world conversations, but nobody has anything bad to say about Kevin Owens. I I don't know. I don't know what's about him. He he to me he is like that audience entry point like any audience member can be can be represented by Kevin Owens and that's and that's great cuz man he's 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 extremely talented. See I mean it's good that like you can get that vibe from him because when he was walking around in suits when he was the well, not the first ever probably second ever after uh Finn had to relinquish it the first, second ever universal champion like the uh-huh. real reign that was like that Kevin Owens. I hated that Kevin Owens, but he was badass and he beat the shit out of people. So eventually, we're gonna get to that Kevin Owens at some point again too. And the fact that he can do that and get people behind him and get people to boo him just shows how much of a special talent he is. <laughs> um, but the man, the man of the hour, Sami Zayn, has been for the last two months. This. <sighs> I don't know how to describe this whole situation from my perspective, but like the bloodline, I can't stand it. Like he makes to it me, okay. He he does make it okay. <laughs> he and he he oh, god damn it. I feel like the bloodline is a is a way shittier version than Undisputed Era because Undisputed Era is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um but they're not around anymore, or so we have the bloodline, and then because Sami Zayn is uh, Sami Zayn is there, and and just him being him, yeah. which is fucking phenomenal. He makes them all break character, and that's mm-hmm. what makes me enjoy that shit so much, especially the handshakes, the the are you feeling oozy that made everybody fucking laugh and. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. That, um, I, we weren't recording at the time, but that's the the moment that I would have really got over uh, or gone like and in on and talked about how much he turned me with Roman Reigns was that segment where he tells him to take the shirt off and it looks like they're going to do the yeah. shirt right away and beat the shit out of him. And then he gives him the shirt and like that whole segment, I loved that and like – wrestling doesn't usually get me on the edge of my seat or like invested that way and it's just a testament to how good sammy is i don't they, want any harm to come to this man and he's gonna it, when it happens oh it's gonna break my heart and they alluded to it like on smackdown the night before they alluded to him getting kicked 
by Jay by accident. All the shit that he was, oh, the, the, the betrayal is going to happen. Now, this motherfucker is loyal to a T. He will, he is your ride or die, even when one of the family members still doesn't trust him. And, oh, God damn it. Not the Roman Reigns hug, but when Jay fucking hugged him yeah. and yeah, picked yeah. him up and shit, it's like, I was like, fuck yeah, he's, he's, he's actually one of the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't you just not be a dick for a little while? <laughs> Oh man, that was oh that was so great. Right. Uh, yeah, like, that that got emotional. Moment. But then it goes to Roman Reigns and his like non-trusting face, his suspicious face of uh of Sammy after looking over from Kevin, like not really knowing. Like, is he starting to have doubts now? Like that, the way they sold all that. That's why they're in the main event, even though we have our qualms about it and we wish it would have been the women. Like, that's yeah, why? Because you have closing well, shots like that where they're trying to set up stories, possibly even going into Royal Rumble from the reports that we're hearing. Yeah, because if if he can betray his best friend of twenty years, th- yeah, that means true. he'll betray one of you guys. Like, that's I'll, probably I'll, what that's, he's thinking oh, in his man, head. If that's his promo on Friday, good call, or whenever it actually happens and they turn on him, dude, I'm gonna give you full props because that that is a great <laughs> line for that. Oh, God damn it. I But I mean I mean that brings us to Monday after the Bloodline won and again my existential crisis of whether or not I liked wrestling anymore for that first hour. <laughs> but at the end of the first hour they brought it home with the, probably I mean as much as I love Seth Rollins, these two guys are all right. We just talked about them a whole bunch right now. Like they're probably the best people that WWE has in Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And their story not even going back to like WWE or NXT, like going all the way back to the indies and these guys being like such good friends. When Kevin Owens came out and was I like I the look on his face, I knew he was going to come out and say he was done. And sure enough when he did, like it still broke my heart, dude. Yeah. And for like Sammy to put, like put on the tough face and be like, I don't need you. I got family. Like it's just such a good drama. It's such a good story between the two of them. And like they're not done. They're gonna fucking fight forever. But oh, it's gonna be good to get there. Yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. Oh, it's it's just a lot. And I'm so glad that they had that that moment at that point though, because without them, like seeing them do it, I'm like, oh right. Never mind. When when stuff is good, like wrestling, there's nothing fucking better than this than this stupid thing. Wrestling is yeah. the best. <laughs> I, and, like that, so then after that, like it just picked up. I mean, Raw wasn't as bad as it was a couple weeks ago when I was really shitting on it because we got Street Profits back, and I'm never gonna not want the Street Profits around. But they both look like they're in hella good shape, and we need to get the tag team titles split up at some point and back on these guys because they are so fun to watch and I'm so glad that they're here again. Yeah, it's it's going to be fantastic to see where everything goes from here. Um what predictions do you have going forward for anything in general? And just any say yeah, just anything in in general going based on what we've seen after War Games and this past Raw. I honestly don't know right now because of the 
shitty hand. I mean, I'm assuming the rivalries that we're going to get is Becky versus Bailey. Bailey's going to get fed to Becky, which is bullshit because again, like Becky's just back. She's been back for 2 days and she just went through sur- through war games even putting over the match in her promo saying like that that was how I wanted to come back because like it's so hard blah blah. blah. It would have been perfectly reasonable for you to get your ass kicked by three fucking people on Monday. And instead, she just Rip Baker's them and beats the shit out of them. So, like, where that rivalry is going to go, I honestly have no idea. Which I've talked about is a good thing in wrestling. So, maybe Triple H is doing something good. And it's just because all of the people that I like aren't getting things that I'm not a fan of it right now. But, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming we're going to keep more Bullet Club and Judgment Day around. Um... I think we get gonna, we get Dexter Lewis. Get that title back in my opinion. In, in, I think he's gonna get it back pretty quick, but it could be just the three of them because Bobby's on a tear. What's gonna happen with him? That's true. Uh, Dexter Lewis gets a contract yeah. after that. Yeah, I'm sure we're stoked for that. Hopefully, they'll bring his wife back, and then we can start getting the wrestling back together. There you go. They were in back to back segments on Raw. Um, him and his mother in law. <laughs> that's that part where Miz took the doll, the hundred dollars away from that kid was so good, <laughs> and then like them giving it back to them. It's just that's everything that wrestling's supposed to be. It was, it's such a good. I like people not liking this Miz stuff. I don't. I don't know why it's been such a good storyline. I think they, maybe it went on a little bit too long, but it wasn't on every single week. So I feel like they they got away with it. At least for me, um, I'm ready to see where they'll go with from here though, and. Now that they're separated and he doesn't have this stalker, maybe we can bring Marie's back around, please. Yeah, that'd be good. You know what? I kind of, I would like to see Edge and his wife like show up. I think because I was really hoping they were gonna do something. I think, but I know that they're injured, so. Well, no, actually, Edge is just filming. Um, a lot. I all at least all I know is Edge is filming Percy Jackson. And oh. I do think that they're gonna come back at Royal Rumble. He he'll get his entrance and she'll get hers too. And she like that will lay the groundwork for Rhea versus uh Beth. Oh okay. Hopefully anyway. Um, but if they're gonna try and do Rhea and Bianca at WrestleMania, I don't know if that really fits into the plans. So I really am upset to hear that Randy Orton is hurt. Because if his return was Royal Rumble in St. Louis, it would have outdone Edge. Really? I think so. Because that's his hometown. He's beloved there, from what I understand. And if it was in that Cardinal Stadium, like, after not being here for so long, I'm sure that you'd have, um, what's his name, Riddle in the ring at some point. So, like, he'd be hyping people up as he's coming down the ramp, too. So, I, I think it would be, like, Riddle would probably even just drop to his knees and do, like, the Viper slap on the mat and, like, once he saw Randy coming back because he'd freak out so much. I, yeah, I don't know. That if, would be great. I, yeah, if we don't get that return, it, it's definitely a bummer for that injury to have played out that way. Uh, Did you uh, see... Here's just kind of my, one of my last thoughts is, I don't know if you saw, but there was this, uh, it's probably just a cell phone video, I don't know if it was an actual WWE video of Bailey after the melee on the concourse, 
and uh, they're splitting everybody up, and Becky's being taken away, but the camera kind of sticks to damage control, and the referee is trying to, like, herd them away. She's like, what are you going to do? Arrest me? And right before the clip breaks out, she says, she just, like, speaks, I'll, I'll break out. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> so good, dude. She's so funny and so good in the ring. And, like, she just, she's the best person, and she's so underappreciated. It just breaks my heart right now for, for her. But she's doing her heel work, so she's doing good. There you go. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. I don't want to go too far. I, I I want I kind of want Kevin Owens to beat up more on the Usos now that we saw that Jay was actually willing to defend yeah. uh, a Sammy like out of nowhere I was like oh okay I want to see that more where he fa- kind of fails and just that Kale starts targeting them more directly uh, just to get a little bit more out of Sami Zayn. And so that's probably what they're going to be planning anyway right. uh, going forward. But Kale versus just, Solo at a pay-per-view in a stipulation match is... Oh, man, that'd be fucking great. Yeah. I just thought about that. Like, I sure, I want to see him fight the Usos, and, like, the Usos are good and all, but I, I don't see Solo wrestle enough, and I do... I think I like him. <laughs> uh, what else? I can't think of anything. Oh, no! I'll save that for another. I'll save that for another one. All right. Just because then I'll go on another tangent. (laughs) All right then. Well, we'll wrap up this episode. Maybe we'll have some fun stuff for the next one, but we're not making any promises that there'll even be a next one. I guess. Yeah, Um, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, so I guess with that, have a good weekend. Hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving, and bye. Bye. Protect yourselves. Bye.